All right, welcome to the Coastal Wave Podcast. Nigel Haranzi here with Pat Zarcone, as always. Coming from the second floor of the Berkshire Hathaway office on 79th Avenue in sunny Myrtle Beach. It's, what, 75 degrees out there right now, Another beautiful day. Man, has it been nice. Might be a little wet. It rained yesterday. Might be all right. Yep. So today we got a great talk. Mike Ferry, me and Nigel have both been following Mike Ferry's teaching now. Nigel, how long have you been in the Mike Ferry organization? Um, probably 10, 11 years. 10, 11 years. I, I've been in ever since I got into real estate, so that's six and a half years now I've been a client of Mike Ferry. And yes. Man, if you follow anything that he teaches, then you know that his, his people that follow his uh, his system are successful oh yeah the top agents yeah. in the country top, top for agents sure. in the uh in the country in the world you know they're they're in other spots too right and i'll bring that up because uh mike just he's been doing some shows he just did one in texas and we got our hands on some of the notes and man is this this is just some interesting stuff uh, one million one million eight hundred thousand agents in the united states that's that's crazy there was less than a million when i started six years ago wow that is i mean my goodness unbelievable but then it talks about the uh, the turnover for the new agents. Yeah, ninety percent, ninety percent turnover for new agents. That's a one in ten chance that you have a ch- after you go through all the schooling, pay the fees, get nervous over the tests, pick a broker, interview with a couple. One in ten chance you stick around. You know, uh, according to the NAR, only five percent of the agents bring ninety five percent of the listings. That is the. St- that has got to be the reason of the ninety percent turnover. So, so why is that? That is, that, I think that should be the question of our our whole talk today, Nigel. Is why are only five percent of the agents in the United States taking listings when we know that that is the the soul, that is the heartbeat of the real estate market, having if, inventory. If you list you last, that's right. I mean, that's that's the saying. You know, if you list you last. So people work with buyers because there's less. Um, Competition. Le- less competition? Yeah. Uh, even in today's market where there there's so many offers. There are. Yeah, but you got to think about the competition of taking listings. Well, that's what I mean. Right, yeah. the opposite. So there's, right. yeah, the, the competition of taking listings and having the the, peop- the 5% that are taking the listings are so much stronger real estate agents. Absol- that, absolutely. And so the people stay away from that arena. You know, we have about 750 buyers agents that won't, that thousand, seven hundred fifty thousand buyers agents that won't take listings, and that's an interview. So out of the one million eight hundred thousand seven hundred and fifty of them, no, we we won't even take one. Yeah, and that I think it has to do with the rejection. I think it has to do with the inability to take the rejection or dealing with the stress of the sellers. Yeah, yeah, or or they just simply don't want to prospect. Yeah, you know, Mike put this list here. Where did that go? He had. Uh, you know, the um, fear of rejection, fear of acceptance, fear of embarrassment, you know, really just not wanting to deal with the confrontation of having to deal with a seller who, when you're, when you're in a listing appointment, I've been in, you know, hundreds of them. It, it is confrontational. The sellers, they, they are obviously trying to get the most money that they possibly can. They've had every real estate agent that's willing to list a house probably on the phone with them, trying to get them to list with them as well. Yes. And it, it is very, com- it's competitive and it, and it, it does, it's nerve wracking, but I cannot believe that well, 95% of, of the people won't even try. We know, um, it's a skill and sometimes if you don't have that proper skill, um, you can't go and compete 
with the other people. If you don't know your scripts, if you don't know what to say to overcome objections. But um, whatever happened to fake it till you make it? I mean, these commissions, how could you How could you look at them and be like, you know what, I don't even want to deal with listings. I would much rather not have inventory and leads calling me. And Yeah, I mean, it's I'd crazy. much rather run you around town and make 15 different offers because you can't get the, the first 14. And I know some amazing buyer agents that, you know, that's what they love. It, it turned into like a, a passion for them to find people the perfect home. And I completely respect that. But I mean, you got to give taking listings a chance. And I think that that confidence and the skills that you just mentioned really does come from having a mentor or a training program within your office or hiring a coach that teaches you how to take listings. Yes. Because I know that when I don't know how to do something, it gives me stress. I start to get anxiety about it. I don't like when I don't know how to do something. You know, what What do you think gets in their way? I think themselves. I, I really think that the overthinking it, I think that the inability to start, I'm sure that's somewhere in these notes where it says that they just, they, that it's analysis by, by paralysis. You know, how do I even get it started? I've already bought in all these leads and for some reason I haven't gotten any listings from it. Because you're, you know, you're. Everyone shares the same leads if they're coming from the internet. That's right. You know, I mean, let, let that dawn on you. Yes, absolutely. It, it was an internet lead. You're not the only person they're talking to. Right. They're they're friendly with everybody. Yes. They're, you might not even be the only person they're meeting with when they come for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably not. How would you like that? It's the truth. I expect you drive it. somebody around. You know, once. Uh, you know, for two days, and then next thing you know, they buy something from somebody else. Or they're or even if you see them out there. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I don't get it. And that's why, you know, at, at here at Berkshire Hathaway, we really do push the idea of take listings, take listings, take listings. I don't know. There's not too many people that we would think of as our just our buyer's agent. That's right. We're our buyer's agents. We're promoting, go find listings. This is how you do it. Pick up the phone, use these scripts, call these people. That's right. You got any questions? Call, call and ask me if I, if I can help you, I will. I'll go on the appointment with you. I don't care. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Right. Because the more 100%. activity that happens around us, then the more successful yeah. we all are. And we understand that, you know, Pat, you know, for those that are out there, um, what are the five steps of the listing presentation? So, the, yeah, the MFO listing. Well, the, the first yes. step, and I'm trying to come off the, of memory here, yeah, is, the, is pre-qualify 100% of the time. That's correct. Is that right? Yeah, with no, no exceptions. With no exceptions, 100%. And, and, and the next thing that you do is you want to uh, drop off the pre-listing package. And what's inside that package? Well, your listing plan of action, hopefully some references, uh, the contract, um, you know, filled out. Detailed CMA. Detailed CMA. Um, you know, some of the, the fluff stuff of where you actually go to and where you're syndicated to. That's in terms right. Of, uh, internet marketing. A lot more about the house and the seller than about the agent, though. Yeah. You know, I've seen some listing packages that are, you know, 15 pages long. For, about about the, the agent. The contract's not even in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and it comes down to it, people don't care who the agent is, they care about the person that can get the job done which is selling their house. That's right. Especially the people that you're, that you would be dealing with at this point. Someone that, you know, you don't know, they don't know you. If they really did care that much about you, they probably had a really close friend that was a good realtor, you yep. know, and that and they cared enough to call their friend. Absolutely. And that's just the way it is. So you, I, I do, I do feel like your listing presentation should be professional. Mine's probably a little bit bigger than yours is even with some of the information that I put into sure. it. 
But at the same sense, it, it doesn't, doesn't need to be about me. It needs to be about the house and what we can do to get it sold. And really how much we can sell the house for. And people don't put the price in the list in package either. Yeah. They're scared to tell the seller what the price is. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever gone to a uh, send a listing presentation or package out and when you got there, everything was signed? Yeah, absolutely. I did it too. Yeah, I think I just, it was. I walked in and he's like, yeah, I read through everything. Of course, it was an analytical. <laughs> I, yeah, I read out every bit of it. And here, I signed it where you told me to. That's right. They knew how to. <laughs> I had yeah. one that was three quarters of the way signed and filled out just in um, Myrtle Beach Golf and Yacht about three weeks ago when we got out there. It was ready. And she was analytical, too. Yeah. She had some things that she didn't finish because she had questions about it. Sure. But, yeah, that was just the listing package itself. And, you know, that, that first step in the listing package of pre-qualifying 100% of the time. Absolutely. That really does show your skill level, your ability to be a real estate agent by asking them some of the harder questions on the front end that some people are just scared to ask. And, and I wonder why are people scared to ask those questions because they don't want to know the answer. That's right. And, you know, and going back and looking at it and why some agents uh, don't list properties, it's, you know, simply easier to find a buyer in this market. It's easier to find a buyer, but it's not easier to get a buyer deal done. Yeah. It's that's the thing. There's sure. tons of buyers out there. That's what, I, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You can have leads that will be on the phone. You can call them at night. They're going to talk to you about their dreams and what they want to buy, but they're, what is there to sell them? Other people's listings. That's why we got to go back to these listings and why agents aren't doing it. And, you know, the reason here is is they don't list properties because they simply don't talk to enough people. That's it. And they're, they're not willing to expand that part of their, right. their life even. Just a few hours a day or even a few hours a week would be a lot of prospecting. Yeah. And then there was my next thing. They don't like to use scripts. I just don't understand that either. What do they say? You know, uh, who knows? I've oh. never sold anything without having just a few things that I always make sure I ask. Yeah, we don't list properties because we really rely heavily on social media, branding, and videos. And um, another one, we just can't be ourselves as sales people. You know, a lot of agents don't think of themselves as sales people. And they, and they don't want to try to sell. They want to try to sell themselves on a video, but when they're face to face with somebody, they, they have a really hard time doing it. And the video yeah. isn't personal enough for the person that wants to sell their largest asset. Right. They typically don't watch a video on Facebook and be like, "All right, let me call that person now." Now, top of mind advertising and branding, I understand. Yes. Right. Especially yeah. for your center. Yeah, you want to brand it for sure. But there's only you, the way to expand is to talk to people you don't know. That's right. You know, people aren't typically calling you going, oh, I saw your post. I want to list with you. You, no, might, that's right. you may get that here and there, but that's just not how it works. And, you know, you have to get down and you have to do the work. You have to make the phone calls um, and expound upon your sphere of influence. Going back to social media, this is interesting. So Jenny Nicely, the owner of Pinnacle Academy, the real estate academy, does an amazing job. We always get our continuing education with Jenny nicely up there. Yes. But she put out, it was something on Facebook and it, it had a picture of a, like a heart surgeon and the heart yeah. surgeon was, you know, standing there with an award. And he said, you know, I had a great year of heart surgeries this year. I made yeah. $4 million by doing five, you know, I'm, yes. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. And then, yeah. you know, does it really make sense for you, all yeah. your Facebook posts to be about your successes? I mean, we That's know right. that, a real estate agent, buyer or seller, real estate agent that goes to work every day right now is making killer money. Oh yeah, you know, in all markets. Absolutely. So, I mean, do you need to tell your friends? Um, yeah, 
Yeah, you don't have to tell them all your your. Hey, I did this many. No, no. You know what I mean? You know, you gotta quit um, slapping yourself on the back and, you know? and get to work. Throwing invoices online, I don't know. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. So, do you think that you that some agents are just downright scared of sellers? Oh, without a doubt. With cool. a doubt, they they don't know what to say because they um, won't use scripts. And they, you know, it goes back to they they won't use scripts. Their mindset is not right. And you have to have a strong mindset um, in order to be great at this business. Yeah, that has everything to do with that self-talk. Your confidence level is going to come from what you're telling yourselves. And if you're telling yourself all day, oh, it's impossible to get a listing. And everybody, you know, these, these prices are too high. And every house takes multiple offers anyway. That's right. And that's, it's total mindset, you know, because what happens is they're consistently doubting themselves and their abilities, you know. They are continuously putting negative thoughts in the process of, of listing properties. You know, that fear of failure fear of that failure. they have. Um, confrontation, fear of confrontation, yes. fear of failure. Absolutely. Continu- uh, continuous negative self-talk to themselves. And, you know, always finding a reason not to start. That's because they've beat themselves up. Yeah. I do that. I mean, I think we all have some negative self-talk that we can deal with. I think you're lying if it's perfect. But, you know, we, we find ourselves telling ourselves no or telling ourselves we can't or that's going to be too hard. or And that really does lead to the easy way out. And the easy way out in real estate is not prospecting. If you prospect, you make money, you take listings. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So they take the easy way out because they built, because of, because we beat ourselves up all morning about whatever it is, not looking right, getting older, car, what, whatever it is, you know. Be more positive about ourselves. You know, here's a series of thoughts um, on specific signs that will tell you that you're ready to be a great listing agent. Well, let's hear those. You know, you're, you have a bigger fear of regret than failure. Um, you're very impatient and have a strong sense of urgency. You know, think about that urgency. You know, you got to have a strong sense of urgency. You need to have it. Um, you're very inquisitive, and you're not afraid to ask. That helps. You know, Selen's asking a series of questions. I think life is. Yeah, that's life in general, asking a series of questions, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you're always looking for a solution to the problem. To be, to be a great, you know, if you're ready to list, you're always looking for that solution. Even when you're tired, you still do your job. No matter what. You know, I'm a little tired right now. I'll be honest with you. Oh, it's home day. But I'm, 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 I'm doing my job. That and I got up at four <laughs> thirty. So you had a, you had a meeting this morning. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a meeting. Um, that was fun. We did it fast this time. That's good. Yeah, and we gave away. I think it was almost six million dollars. To who? Um, different folks had asked for it. Things like the, um, we helped the beach patrol. Um, Fund so they can put more cops on the beach. Good idea. Um, you know, keeping you know, money for extra security for bike weeks. Good idea. Um, there's a couple meetings like the uh, medians with lights in them, like down by the campgrounds that you know we fund. You have to pay for that stuff. Um, the blue, uh, the crab festival, the Little River Crab Festival. Um, we had some funding for that. Nice uh, funding for the arts. So. Uh, we gave some money to the Theater of the Republic. They needed a new, I think it was a curtain this year. It was like a $10,000 deal. 
We gave them money. Um, yeah, we just gave away a lot of, okay. a lot of. We vetted a lot of folks, and you know they didn't all get exactly what they wanted, but we allocated you know the money, um, good, appropriately. Nice. And we had it budgeted, and we had it done in forty five minutes. Which the chair's like, this is the fastest that we've been able to do this. Because I'm looking up there, going, no, 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 <laughs> like <laughs> counting the number. Good. You got to be fair. It's good for you, man. Gotta be. Uh-oh. Somebody, somebody's going down behind us. What's going on? There's an ambulance and, and a fire truck. We got a we got a great big window yeah. in the. Yeah, so we're we're here on the second floor of the Berkshire Hathaway building. We're looking towards. There's a medical office across the street. Used to be K and W. Used to be K and W. Our favorite place. I went there a lot more when it was a K and W. I know it was wonderful, wasn't it? And now they do. Uh, what's that? When. It, you know, you got the colon search. Colonoscopy. Colon search. So, anyways, um, but those are some things. You know, we need a. Um, we need folks to you know. Be consistent. Be consistent. I think consistency is a huge part. I, another thing, you know, it, it, I'm always speaking to myself here because you know it's easy to know what to do. It's hard to do it. It's easy to talk about what to do. It's hard to do it. Yeah, but being. Kind of, comes from confidence uh, you know about how you feel about a topic too yeah absolutely if you're in, in confidence that you can go take the listing i mean it's it's tough to prospect every day and keep hitting zeros you know but if you if you go and you prospect and you get a couple appointments and you take a listing and you make 10 grand it feels pretty good it sure does cause you to do it again oh yeah yeah gives you the confidence pra- the best practice you can have is by doing it you know lawyers practice and doctors practice while they're while they're working you know, and that leads me into, you know, how do we internalize these scripts? I mean, there's been so many different ways to do it. Writing them down, writing them four or five times. I've, I've videoed them and listened to myself play them back. I've recorded myself. I've, man, I've done everything to internalize them. Now, is every word for word memorized? Yes. I mean, it needs to be. Yeah, you know, writing it out, chanting it, mm-hmm. um, doing it weekly. Sure. Um, you know, and doing the same process every time. That's it. The consistency again, a a certain amount of time practicing a certain amount of time prospecting, uh, counting your numbers, I think is huge. It'll show you your successes. It'll show you what you have to do. Once you count your numbers, your business starts to become predictable. And when you have predictability, it causes that confidence, which causes you to get started. Yes, sir. Because getting started is where this all, where it all begins. Where it begins. Obviously, pretty strong. There's a statement of the day. Where Getting started is where it begins. Where it begins. That was profound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Nigel, it's always fun to talk to you about real estate and what we do here and, and just, you know, some of the lessons that we've learned. Thanks so much absolutely. to Mike for having that show out in Dallas. Yes. Thanks to David for sharing his notes and giving us a little bit of insight oh. on what you guys learned out there. That's awesome. That is awesome. Pat, as a pleasure, as always, this has been the Coastal Wave Podcast. Let's go get started.